Hello, grace and peace. We're taking anarchy to church here on the Anarchist Bible Study. I'm Josh, a.k.a. Iowan Cap. And I'm Jeff Park, a.k.a. A Jesus Needing Theocrat. Yes, you are. Even better the second time. Um, okay. Welcome back to our Statement on Theology. Uh, state of Theology, as I think State what you of mean. Theology Statement whatever um we where we look at the wrong answers that uh christians give to important questions and we get super depressed but yet use it as a chance to teach the right answers um <laughs> but we're looking at um we've got some um some really good uh we're, we're coming up on on some of the 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 practical matters so there was a lot of really good doctrinal content. We're 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 coming down the end, uh, the uh, coming down the the pipeline to the end, and we are looking at um, some of the uh, some of the more practical day to day stuff. And so uh, we're just going to try and go through twenty nine statement twenty nine and thirty out of thirty five. So we've we've got we're running out of we're running out of runway. Um, eventually we're going to have to land, uh, but uh, we're going to. Just a reminder of the way we do things, as I always do, because I always like to remind us what we're doing, is that um, what we'll do is we'll look at the statement. We'll look at the individual statement. I will give the statement, and then I will ask Jeff to instruct us on whether or not it is a true or false statement. Um, at which point I will then, uh, he will then uh, attempt to guess correctly in his in his explanation of whether it's a true or false statement, uh, which scriptures that Ligonier is going to use to uh, to to back up their doctrine, uh, it's kind of become a little fun side quest for him. Um, but but then we'll look at Ligonier's explanation of whether or not it's true or false, and look at why they say it's true or false, and then we look at the numbers. We will get, well, first of all, we'll give a guess how we think people are going to respond to the question, what they're going to guess about it. And then we will look at the numbers and then we get super duper depressed. And then we click on, uh, we'll, we'll see how evangelical believers answer that question, which is, um, uh, evangelical believers are defined by really pretty much the, the main things they're defined by is they affirm scripture is authoritative and that. And it's the word of God is authoritative and that, that the necessity of conversion, um, the necessity of the cross and necessity of personal evangelism. And there's a fifth one, but I, but those are pretty much what we think about. We think about evangelical believers and then we see, did they answer it better or worse? Um, sometimes they're better. Sometimes they're worse. And then we go over to another metric. The other metric we'll, we'll judge to see is how church attendance affects um, answering questions correctly. Um, and that's one where we found really a lot of interesting data coming forward is that there's a lot of um, places where actually attending an evangelical church is um, more telling about whether or not you get the answer right in places than even evangelical beliefs. And uh, we still have a challenge out there that if anyone wants to go back through all of the questions of the, the, the state of theology and or all the, the statements in the state of theology. And if you want to come up with a, a or hazard a guess as to what is the uh, common thread um, about 
which which um, questions that um, attendance at an evangelical church shows better or sometimes much better than just evangelical beliefs. Um, if you've got an idea of it, uh, a, a guess or, or something, um, let us know. We, we'd love to hear from hear about it. Um, but now we're gonna we're we're looking at statement number twenty nine. And statement 29 is, is this God is unconcerned with my day to day decisions. Now, Jeff, is God unconcerned with our day to day decisions? I did not realize this was going to be the question. You did not. Um, so, so you're confused about it? Uh, no, no, sorry. Um, I, I'm just <laughs> just not prepared. Um, <laughs> uh, so uh, that would be false. God okay. is. See, it's good because confused. I thought if you had to research this one, I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I just realized that I'm that I was uh, very zoomed in to not see. Uh, not see more than I wanted to see multiple questions further back than I was supposed to be. Um, (laughs) So, uh, so sorry. Now I'm looking at the right question. Statement 29. God is unconcerned with my day-to-day decisions. That is very much false. Um, so, oh goodness. Um, where, where all do we go for this? Um, that, um so we we can we can go to um uh that uh the even the even the sparrows of the air not not one of them falls to the ground without your father knowing it um that uh that uh that he and and it's it's a it's an argument i can't remember the exact wording but it's an argument from the uh from the from the lesser to the greater um that um yeah it's in the same context as it it says look uh, look at the lilies of the field they neither uh uh, they neither sow nor spin, but even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed as as brilliantly as one of these. Um, that uh, are, oh, are not two sparrows sold for a a, a penny or a uh, uh, are not two sparrow, sparrows sold sold for a tiny fraction of a day's wage? Um, uh, even so not one of them falls to the ground without your father in heaven knowing it. Um, and indeed, even the hairs of your head are numbered. Um, so God is keeping intimate. Uh, God is, God is paying intimate attention to the lives of, of his saints in particular, but to all of his creation. Um and um yeah the um uh 
the lot lies in the lap, but its result belongs to the Lord. So, so there are not dice rolls occurring without um, without God concerning Himself with them. Um, uh, that. Um, he 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 says that that um, that he is the one responsible for our day to day sufferings, both in Job, um, where where he he makes it clear that Satan needs permission to uh, to pursue Job. Uh, and that it, and that it's it's God's sovereignty that controls um, what will happen to Job in every situation. Um, to um, I believe it's Isaiah where he says uh, uh, basically, where else do you think calamity comes from? I sin judgment, I sin calamity. I even I do this. Um uh, and uh and this of course leads to um Acts 4, 27, 28, where where the apostles can pray um uh that even so Lord look upon their threats. Um and uh, give courage uh, to your servants uh, for even in this city, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, uh, along with the Jews and the Romans gathered together to do what your hand and your plan predestined would occur. So God is intimately concerned with our day-to-day decisions in, um not only not only in that he superintends them that he has both uh he not only planned them but had a hand in them um but that he uh so that so that's his sovereign or his or his decretive will um but but he also has his preceptive will where um where he he says there um, there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof is death. That 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 he he wants us to trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. So in in every way, God is seeking to perceptively direct our path, not just not just have a plan, not just have a hand in the direction of our life, but to but to guide us preceptively as well. Um, yeah, and 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 so that's that's why the um, 
the preacher to the Hebrews says um, uh, that um, that we should then uh, that to today, if you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Um, and and uh, and and to uh, so to that to hear the voice of God, and obviously we see this in Revelation as well. Um, hear the voice of God speaking into day to day. I mean, that's literally day to day concerns that that. Uh, um i that uh yeah that that he uh is trying to speak into i'm yeah i'm 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 kind of trying to pad my possibilities here because i don't know exactly which which direction Ligonier is trying to go here. Um, um, but um, but yeah, I feel like I feel like I I probably got at least one. So I'll I'll stop now and just say very false. Uh okay, so here's the deal, man. Uh first of all, let's answer the question. It is, in fact, false. It's cr it is false. God is, and this is the direction they went in, and they picked some weird scriptures, Jeff. I'm willing to give you a bye week on this one because okay. <laughs> they went to some weird places on this one. Uh, I was like, this is not the most natural uh, <laughs> uh, scriptures I would have come up with to, to answer this question, but they say, but, but, but true scriptures, but God is sovereign over all things and actively governs everything. And they go to Psalm 33, 13 through 15, uh, which says the Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the children of man from where he sits enthroned. He looks out on all the inhabitants of the earth. He who fashions the hearts of them all and observes all their deeds. And then Hebrews four thirteen. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give an account. Oh, is that right after today? If you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts. Uh, I think it's actually after the um, scriptures, double edged sword. Okay. 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 But it says um, we are called to do everything to the glory of God. First Corinthians 10 31. So that, whatever. That would have been a good one to quote there. Or drink or whatever I mean, you do, do all to the glory of God. That I, I mean, yeah, that's a that's a good one to quote. It's 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 one that I I'm kicking myself a little for not coming up with, but I will accept your pity on this one because <laughs> that's right. Because these are a little was, they're a little yeah yeah. They, it was hard to know where they were going with this yeah. one in terms of. But so they, and they went for the sovereignty of God. I think you were right in in the preceptive and decretive wills of God as well, but. Everything includes our decisions. So God is concerned that our that our day-to-day -day decisions glorify him. So so yeah, this is this is it is a it is a false statement. God is not unconcerned with our day-to-day -day decisions. He is very concerned. He has has concern for our day-to-day -day decisions. He 
He has a perceptive will. He is sovereign over us that he wants to know. But um, the question is, who do you think got it right? False statement. So the, the question is, so from agree to disagree, what are your broad ballpark? Dis- uh, okay. So not um, only did I not get a verse right, I clicked on the articles and neither of the articles quote any of the same verses. I just quoted either, <laughs> including the one about God being sovereign over all things. Didn't even quote any of the verses on sovereignty I quoted. This, that, beach. Um, <laughs> I think that really speaks I, to how bro- how much that topic is picked up in scripture, though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. there's just too many that's options. True. Um, yeah. 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 It would so be what- difficult for someone to read the Bible and not be able to come up with a counterexample against this against this statement. So yeah. I yeah. do think I do think that most people will get this right. I'm even willing to go 65 I'm willing to go to 65% oh Hang on. Am I willing to say the people who don't go to church, who don't read the Bible, who aren't evangelical, <laughs> up to 65%? <sighs> yeah, 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 because I think it would be higher for those people. So, so yeah, I'm willing to go, I'm willing to go 65%. Um, uh, 10% unsure. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves just 25% um, saying that that's true. That's, that's, that's my guess. That sounds about right. Uh, I, I think, yeah, we're looking at a super majority of people who agree with or disagree with statement. Um, because like, I think the problem with this question is not getting it right. In a factual sense. I think the problem is getting it right in maybe we call a practical sense. There's a lot of people who would say, yes, God is not unconcerned with my day-to-day pro- uh, decisions. And yet they live like he doesn't really care too much about this. Like, why would God care how I parent my kids? Why would God care right. how I do my job? Why would God care how I, uh, how I, you know, this, that, and everything. Um, I, the the problem comes in 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 practical application, not in actual uh, uh, belief. And Patrick is going very bold on this one. He said ninety percent and ten percent. That's that's. But then he put a little hee hee after it. So I think uh, uh, I don't know how how seriously to take that prediction. But uh, let's let's go. Let's figure out what. Um, let's go to it. What percentages? And yeah, I think, yeah, it definitely looks like it. Um, 40% strongly disagree. You know, you wish at least 50% strongly disagree. Hey, that's one of the best strongly disagrees we've ever gotten. Yeah. (laughs) And then 18% somewhat disagree. So 58%, a little bit shy of the number that you were, you were calling for. Um, just, just a little bit shy of Patrick's 90%. Um, but (laughs) But then 10% not sure, which you were, uh, didn't you say that 10%? 10% not 
I said 10% not sure. So, so nailed the not sure number right. And 32% agreed with the statement, uh, including 18% strongly agreeing. Yeah, you were, you were just, you missed it by that much, Patrick. Um, but, but yeah, like the, the, it's, you know, you wish the numbers were higher, but yeah, it's, it's hard if you are in any way claim the name of Christ, it's hard to say, yeah, God doesn't care about my day-to-day decisions. Like that to, to think that in some way that, that there's, there's a, a, a segment of my life that is cut off from his concern, you know, like that's, that's just, it's hard to see any kind of person affirming that, you know? Um, and so I guess I have a, uh, if I'm going to make a prediction about evangelical, uh, believers, my prediction is that it goes up. Um, because this is one where like, if the regular believer believes it correctly, evangelicals better knock this out of the park. Um, like this, this is kind of the, the whole point of man, evangelical, uh, political and social involvement. Like that's the whole point of it is that God cares about the day-to-day decisions. Um, and so I'm, I'm anticipating something in the direction of 70 to 80% disagree with the statement. Um, now, you know, yeah. I, we over, we overguessed the first one. So it could well be that I'm overguessing this one. I'd be stunned but, if it's not more than 50% strongly disagree. Yeah. Yeah. More than 50% strongly uh, disagree, right? And, and yeah, I expect it to go significantly up. Yeah. And Patrick says, if we need, if we, if we learn anything, it's that not sure folks need a one-way tri- trip, a one-way trip to the moon. Absolutely. Uh, they're, they're, they're very unhelpful. Um, But let's see. We're guessing over 50% are not, are, are strongly disagree. And I'm guessing seven in the 70 to 80 range of, of disagreeing. So let's, let's see what we got. Yeah. 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 That's real. That's pretty good. Um, although, well, let's, let's just break it down. So yeah, way more than 50% strongly disagree. Uh, 71% strongly disagree. Uh, so good for them. And, uh, somewhat disagree almost disappears down to 5%. Um, well, and, what really almost disappears is not, not sure. sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Evangel- have, evangelicals not always right, but never in doubt. This yes, is, this, yes. Is the, this is the this is the evangelicals on every question. Basically, yeah. we're confident, even if we're wrong. <laughs> um, somewhat agree three percent. Then there's this twenty percent strongly agree. That's that's weird. It's not statistically yeah. like scary. Like, like, like most evangelicals don't think God cares about your everyday stuff, but it's still weird, right? That you have 20%. Like I expected, uh, and I didn't say it, but I expected maybe more somewhat agree. Like people being like, Oh, I mean, he cares about most of our decisions, but I'm sure there's some small things that he doesn't care to care about, you know, like he doesn't care how I make my toast. Yeah, they they might have done something like that. Yeah, and so that's what I was guessing. But 
But really, it's a very broad statement. God is unconcerned with my day-to-day decisions. And then yeah. 20%... Yeah, you can't really read it that way. 20% of people who affirm God's will or God's law, uh, word as authoritative, and, and it doesn't make sense. Uh, even that doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, but whatever. It's still it's still very good numbers for, for, for evangelicals. But... But yeah, uh, it's still one in five. Strongly yeah. agree that God uh, is unconcerned. Yeah, yeah, so great. And I'm expecting some some slide back for for people who don't attend church. So the next metric we look at is people who rarely attend church, which is people who check the boxes either um, uh, attend um, rarely, never or only on religious holidays. So we're going to see how they answer this. And I mean, obviously they don't think God cares if they go to church. So yeah. I'm guessing, I'm guessing that this gets a lot, a lot closer to 50, 50 with they a better lot of hope so. <laughs> unsure. They better hope that God is unconcerned with their day-to-day decisions. Right. Cause there's at least right. one they, day where at they're... least one seventh of their day-to-day decisions. Yeah. 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 Um, so let's look at it and yeah yeah shift but even that it's like it's not super dramatic like look not at that as much as I would have expected it's not a dramatic shift um still eight uh 18 goes up to 21 percent of strongly agree uh only a total of 36 percent of people agree so way less than 50 percent agree and and uh so so they still think that God is is concerned with their day-to-day lives. 31% strongly. So that ever goes down. Sorry. Uh, 49% total disagree. 15% are not sure. You know, they don't go to church and they're not sure if God cares about their day-to-day decisions. And if only they knew they might go to church more. <laughs> um, but yeah, so let, then, then we flip it. Let's go to the other ones. The ones who attend either once or twice a month or weekly or more than weekly. Um, and and obviously, based on this, we expect it to slide back the other direction. Yeah. Yeah. Sli- a slide back. Now, I would describe it as a slide. It's it's uh, it's it's 52 percent strongly disagree. Um, so what we expected to happen for evangelical beliefs is what we find is true among church attendance, just general people who attend church. Uh, most people who attend church at least monthly agree that God cares about their day-to-day decisions. Um, that's a good sign. And, um, well, they strong, sorry, strongly the, agree. A total of 69% somewhat a total agree, disagree. Yeah. And the and the strongly agree isn't quite as troublesome, but it's made up for by so only fourteen percent strongly agree, but made up for by thirteen percent somewhat agreeing. Um, so, um, but uh, but at least at least you don't have the uh, sort of doubling down on the wrongness. <laughs> that you that you get among evangelical beliefs with yeah. church tenets. Yeah. Um uh, so I, I I'm guessing I'm guessing that 
people who regularly attend an evangelical church are going to be, are, this is going to be one of those categories that they're the, they're going to give the best result. Yeah, I, I think so. I, well, I hope so. But, and, and, and I also think you're, you're probably right. So let's do that. Let's check the box for affiliation. Um, evangelical attenders and yes, big jump. Look at that. Okay, that, That's great. Six, like 69% that. strongly disagree. Um, that's a little bit worse than, than believers just 2% worse, which is not a huge deal. Um, so, so among evangelical believers, 71% strongly disagree with the statement, but only 69%, only 69%. So a little bit less than that. Um, but a total of 82% people disagree with the statement. Um, so yeah, 82% of evangel people's attending evangelical church um, agree that God is concerned with their day-to-day -day lives. And only 15% and eight strongly disagree, or eight strongly agree um, with the fact that God um, not concerned with day-to-day decisions. So, um, this is evangelicals. Do you want to look at any other affiliations, or, or are we, we good to move on? Uh, but I mean, it's, it's always interesting to see, well, I, I, you'd expect mainline to do a little worse here. Um, let's see if that's, but they don't, let's see if that's not true. Really. Yeah, they don't really, really do worse. In fact, they do a little bit better. That's interesting. Um, hmm, black Protestants are a little worse, not terribly. No, but a little. Yeah. Um, Roman Catholics. A lot of confusion good. or a lot of a little somewhats. Yeah. A lot of somewhats and the, an increase yeah. in that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so but, it's uh, interesting. And and once again, I can't explain to you what's happening with other because this is one where other gets it very very wrong. So this destroys my Ooh. idea of Mormons because because I I was I I was going wait a second are these Mormons? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I I guess not because I would think Mormons would get this one right. Um, yeah, cannot figure out other. I feel like yeah. we're getting further away from it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not sure what's going on here. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. All right. So deselect all. Zoom in. <laughs> <laughs> so um. So that's one. We got one down. Um. Let's go on to the next one. Uh. The next one, statement number thirty. Um, uh, let's let me let me make sure that I've got everything set up so that I don't. Oh, okay. Give it away from me. Um, statement number thirty says the Bible has the authority to tell us what we must do. So it's kind of the inverse of the last statement that that God uh, is concerned with our day to day lives. And then this is that the Bible has the authority to tell us what to do. Jeff, is that a true statement? 
that is a true statement. Um, and I will pull up verses that I closed when I thought I didn't need them uh, from uh, from before, which is that um, I so yeah so okay first first of all um the uh the bible has the authority to tell us what to do because god has the authority to tell us what to do and the bible is god's speech so i've already mentioned um oh i think i mentioned this in preambling so in case you missed it in preambling um <laughs> uh i uh I would I mentioned that Jesus says that um uh have you not read what was spoken to you by God uh when referring to Exodus 6 4 uh that uh I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Um and uh and then makes his point from the tense of the verb in that passage. So so Jesus expects that the the tense of verbs from thousands of years beforehand are authoritative um, to people who are claiming to be followers of God in his day. Um, and, um, and, then, and then Paul, um, of course, says uh, to Timothy uh, in uh, 2 Timothy 3.16 um, that that all scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. What he also says, and I can't, can't, couldn't find the, um, the passage right away for this, um, is that Timothy himself has learned these things um, from his mother Lois and his grandmother Eunice, and I bring that up just because. Uh, and and there's another place where where he says, "What you have heard from me, teach also to faithful men." Um, and uh, I I I was observing that three generation thing um, because I noticed it. Um, I noticed it in um, in the scriptures in the old covenant scriptures, um, where Samuel in Second Samuel twenty two thirty one says, "As for God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord, the word of Yahweh, is flawless. He is a shield to all who take refuge in Him." So. So it's um, his way is perfect. Uh, his word is flawless. He's a shield to all who take refu refuge in him, which speaks to the authority of these words, of course. Um, so that's the first generation Samuel. Then David says um, in Psalm 1830, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of Yahweh is flawless. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. He learned from Samuel and and carries on uh, this, this thought uh, that God's way is perfect. 
his word is flawless. He's a shield to all who take refuge in him. And then third generation Solomon uh, says uh, that every word of God is flawless. He's a shield to those who take refuge in him. Um, and uh, there might even be a his way is perfect right before that. No, there's not. But uh, uh, and that's that's Proverbs 30, verse five. Um, so. Uh, so anyway, I just thought that was interesting. You had this three generation, this three generation pattern you see in several other places in scripture you have with this this one verse basically <laughs> has a three generation lineage from samuel to david to uh solomon um and uh and so i so anyway the um uh so the bible is um accurate and it's a authoritative talk talk about how it's profitable for teaching correction reproof and instruction in righteousness those are authoritative um those are authoritative roles um and uh, uh yeah and and um yeah i could there there's there's plenty of other places that that could be quoted in Psalm one, Psalm one nineteen, um, uh, but and then of course uh, the uh, Hebrews four, I'm guessing twelve. Then based on what we said earlier, uh, that the 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 word of God is living and active, sharper than any two uh, two edged sword, uh, sword, uh, dividing uh, dividing bone and marrow. Um, so that um that yeah but then but then uh yeah i would i would go um have you not read <laughs> what was spoken to you by god uh that that the uh, the idea that jesus's own viewpoint on the scriptures is that is that they're authoritative that um the only excuse for you not doing this is that you is that you haven't read it, uh, and then of course, um, in uh, in James, let us not be hearers of the word only, but also doers of the word. Um, uh, in the in the uh, Revelation two and three, um, he who has a, an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Um, I'm sure I've covered. Unlike last time, I'm pretty confident I've covered my bases this time. <laughs> All right. So the question is, uh, did did he did he cover it? Did he get what he needed to look at? Um, so first of all, we'll say quite clearly that um, that this statement is true. The Bible has the authority to tell us what we must do. It is true. All scripture is breathe is God breathed and sufficient to correct us and to equip us for every good work. Second Timothy three sixteen and seventeen, um, which is basically a direct quoting of it, and you got it right away. 
Uh, scripture cannot be broken, John 10.35 says, and since the Bible is God-breathed and is God's very word, to disobey the Bible is to disobey God. That's Deuteronomy 8.3, and he, and he humbled you and let you hunger and fed you with manna, which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man does not live on bread alone, but by but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. It's also cited in Matthew four four and then Matthew seven one through thirteen, um, talking about the Pharisees, um, and the Pharisees were questioning Jesus' dining habits of eating with defiled hands or with unwashed hands, um, and so yeah, this this is you know God's word, um. And of course, you know, he, he, he accuses them of, of, um, using their traditions to not keep right. word. Um, so yeah, this is, this is a, a true statement. It's, a you, you got it. You nailed it, buddy. Um, the question is, uh, what percentages do you think, um, are going to get this one right? Uh, Okay. I, I do think this is basically the reverse and it was um what did it end up what did it end up being? It ended up being uh fifty-eight percent um got it right last time. Of course this reverses which one's right, but so I would expect fifty-eight percent to agree. 10% to not be sure. Although this one seems a little more difficult to not be sure about, but I'll, I'll stick with 10%. It's usually 10% of, are not sure of, of the general population. Um, and then uh, what was the remainder? 32% uh, was that right? Um, yeah, 32% then uh, uh saying it's false i think i think there's i think that's probably about right it's pretty close to the reverse of the last question i would guess um yeah i expect no very little not sure um everyone either is gonna say it's a little harder to not be sure about this yeah i agree or um i think maybe a little more uh, on the false side or the disagree side um, because God can be okay. So especially if you are one of those people who say that, you know, the Bible reflects Christian encounter with God, oh, but is right. not um, God's actual word. You might find more people saying, yeah, of course the Bible can't tell me what to do. God can only tell me what to do. And the Bible is not God's word. Um, among evangelicals, I expect this, this man. If if they're they're truly evangelicals, I mean, it should be a hundred percent. Definitional, yeah, definitional. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's look at um, let's look at the true false, what it says or what the percentages are. Um, twenty nine percent strongly disagree. So this okay. So okay, first of all, it's true. So let's go from the get get it right to less. So. The ones who strongly agree are 29%. Somewhat oh. agree is 50, 23%. That's a total of 52. Yeah, 52%. 
Only 5% are not sure. So, yeah, no one's not sure about this one. Um, a total of 29% strongly disagree with the statement. And uh, 33 or 43 uh, disagree. So it's it's closest to what did you say? 50, 58. Eight. So that's that's pretty close. Um, 52%, 6% off. That's not bad. Um, uh, you know, it's it's a narrow margin, correct? Saying that the Bible's authority tells what to do. Um, which, you know, it's a little bit, this is part of where you get a little troubling, is that, you know, and really this is where we see the breakdown of our society, is that people less and less af affirm that the Bible even has good moral teaching, like teaching right. to tell us what to do and what not to do, and, you know, it's, yeah, bummer. But, um, yeah, where do you think the, the evangelical number goes? Uh, I mean, yeah, it better be. I think I don't think this is the question by which they determined whether someone was an evangelical. I think they asked someone, are you an evangelical, which means these things, um, before they started asking yeah. these questions. So providing that the methodology isn't just they counted as evangelical, the people who answered this question correct, which I don't think they did because we've had other questions that are definitional. Um, so, um, so, so then that leaves a little bit of leeway, but what 94% should get this right. If they're, if they're self-professed evangelicals, like it should it be should. really high. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking too. It's gotta be something like that. And so, um, but let's, let's see. Let's, let's reveal. Yeah. Close. Close. Good. Well, 94 exactly. I didn't, I did not look ahead. I swear. Oh, wow. 94, 94 exactly. exactly agree. Counting strongly agree. I don't know if I said strongly agree or agree. Um, I meant strongly agree. Um, uh, mm. But I, uh, um, but it's 94% exactly who either strongly or somewhat agree but i definitely meant strongly agree um uh yeah. when i said 94% um but uh but so okay exactly 94% of people agree um 85% strongly um 2% not sure that's that checks out although it's funny evangelicals are twice as unsure about this one as the last one which seems backwards <laughs> but whatever i mean it's small enough that it doesn't matter only one percent somewhat disagree only three percent strongly disagree yeah yeah pretty good pretty good pretty good about as good as you could about as good as you could expect yeah um so let's move on to the next one and the next one is uh you know attendance people who rarely attend church expect those numbers to probably go down because at least one thing they're being told to do by the Bible, they're not doing, which is attend church. And, um, yeah, 45% strongly disagree. Wow. A total of 62% disagree. Like, 
that's why they don't go to church. They don't want someone, they don't want someone telling them that the Bible's telling them what to do. Right. Um, and a total of, uh, 32% agree. Uh, 6% are not sure. So yeah. Um, oh, and there's a big difference between never and the rest. Oh, is there? Yeah. That would probably, there better be. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This is never up to 65% strongly disagrees. 77 total disagree. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. If you're in the rarely camp, you could say, look, I'm not making a habit of forsaking the assembling of of ourselves together. I I just, you know, just most of the year. (laughs) Um, But only religious holidays is an option. You would think rarely. (laughs) Yeah. You can't even say you're not making a habit of it, but whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the the next um, those who attend monthly or more. Yeah, wh- big jump, big jump up to fifty percent strongly agree with the statement. Total of eighty percent agree that the Bible has authority to tell us what to do. Only seventeen percent disagree eight strongly, and three percent are not sure. So, uh, attending church has a very positive effect on this one. Um, what do you think about evangelical? Think it's going to be big oh, jump up. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think attendance so. at an evangelical church will get us back up in the 94% range. Maybe not better than evangelical beliefs just because no, again, it's, it's hard to beat that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's definitional. <laughs> but, it's hard to beat that one. Pretty close. Pretty close. I think it'll get All close. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, close ish. 87% agree, 63% strongly. Um eight uh let's see, 10% disagree, 5% strongly. Yeah, yeah. It shows it's a good showing. Any other ones that you really want to look at? For a political candidate, I would feel good about its chances, but uh, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> So, uh, oh, sorry. Let me go back and forth between the evangelical beliefs. Yeah, evangelical beliefs shows a uh, a lot better, bro, especially on the confidence. Definitely. Yeah, that's where you find a lot of confidence in that answer. Um, any other ones you want to look at affiliations? I mean, we gotta look at mainline, right? Like, yeah, Ooh, yeah, it drops, but not massively, not precipitously. Yeah, but Roman I mean, Catholics are significant. Roman Catholics are blessedly confused about this. I mean, 70, a, a Roman Catholic yeah. should be able to say yes to yeah. this question with without any hesitation. But I understand why they might be confused about that. <laughs> um, so, again, I have no idea what's going on with other yeah other other both said other both said god is unconcerned with my day-to-day decisions and that the bible has the authority to tell us what we must do which doesn't make sense (laughs) so so I'll just continue to point out that I have no idea who these 231 people are, what their yeah. deal is. 
<laughs> no why idea they, why they seem to agree so strongly in a direction every time, but the direction is undefinable, unpredictable, <sighs> cannot be understood by mortal men. Yeah. Um, I'm having trouble coming up with a theme for these two. The Bible, well, no, I guess we could just, oh, the theme is actually that God is concerned with our day-to-day activities and gives us commands about them. You know, like that's pretty he, much what... He was, he was so concerned he wrote a book about it. So concerned he wrote a book about it, yeah. Um, but we're going to call it here. We're going we're gonna to bring this one to an end, and, and this is... Uh, we are coming up on the end of the series. Really, we could be two or three weeks away um depending on i i I, i'm gonna say two we're we're two weeks away because there's no way in that what's that there's only 35 statements so that means we have five more statements uh okay so if we're down to one statement left and we've done two we're we're gonna sneak it into the one so if we're gonna say two weeks we're gonna be done with this um and then we're gonna look at an article from table talk where we actually where they they talked about so we see what they have to say about Kind of an overall flyover view of their of their of their uh, uh, survey. So we're we're gonna be about three weeks away from being done with this series. Uh, I've really enjoyed it. It's been really good for yeah. for uh, thinking about what is true, thinking about the way we get what's true wrong, and the way that um, the way that church attendance can really affect whether or not you 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 see truth or not. And so, um, uh, I hope you've appreciated it as well. Um, please like, subscribe, rate, um, share, follow, tell a friend, post it on Twitter, post it on Facebook, post it on me. We post it on LinkedIn. I don't know why you're still on LinkedIn, but, Post it there if you're still there. Um, and, uh, and of course, someone asked me via email this, not, not the anarchist, but not the anarchist Bible study at gmail.com email, but, but for, for my work, somebody asked me if we were, if we were on telegram because she wanted to share one of my petitions on telegram, you can share this video on telegram. The link works just fine on telegram, just like it does everywhere else. Um, whether we're on telegram has no bearing on whether the link will work. So just, 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 you know, drop that link everywhere. See, see where all it works. It's great. Yes. Um, but, and of course, tell your friends word of mouth is a great way to, to get people on board. Um, and, um, uh, if you really like what we do, go to buymeacoffee.com slash fly over and, um, you can, for, for a dollar a month, you can be part of our live stream or see it before everyone else does. Um, and also you get to be part of our secret discord service. Kind of the big selling point is that you get to hang out with us. And, and also we do a pre-show every week on our live stream. We record at, at 10 30 ish on Sunday night. Um, ish gets later and later sometimes, but, uh, you get to see a, if I, I do a pre-show every week, um, that's usually me working out some idea publicly and you can, you can go see that. And, um, this week I had kind of a doozy, um, but, it, but it's one that I, I'm, I hold very lightly. And so if you want to see what that was, go to buymeacoffee.com slash flyover and just $1 a month, you can be part of that. And also most importantly, you get to support us and feel and have that warm, fuzzy feeling. 
of knowing that you supported your favorite podcast. If you think we're talking out of our hindquarters on the main show, you yeah, need this, to see us. This is what researched talking looks like. <laughs> Man, can you even imagine uh, what it looks like when we haven't done research? Um, but of course, most importantly, join us again next week when we take Anarchy to Church here on the Anarchist Bible Study. Grace and peace. Grace and peace.